Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Yala. But. Where Terrence and I talk about stuff that's been on our minds the past past uh, past week. Uh, but today, we're going to try something different. Different. Normally, we speak like about one thing that is deep and thoughtful and one thing that is totally nonsensical. Today, we're going to be talking about like four things, one of which is kind of deep. The other three are just somewhat nonsensical, somewhat lighthearted. Uh. Maybe it's good to clarify that it's not because it's a slow news week, right? I mean, there are a lot of stuff happened this week. Game of Thrones. Yeah, but Game of Thrones is like beyond, beyond, uh, beyond, beyond saving, really. beyond saving really, yeah. Yeah. And then to talk about stuff like what, Trump and China, that's just a TV uh, show on its yeah. own. It's so boring. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to... To... To talk about it. <laughs> See, you can't even finish your damn sentence, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I fell asleep <laughs> yeah, in the middle of saying that. Yeah. Okay, so to kick things off, Terrence, you have it, something you want to talk about? Yeah, this... Um, basically, uh, revisiting something that we spoke about a couple of weeks ago, Monica Bay and Mr. Nicholas Lim and NUS, that strange love triangle that we've been following. Mm. Uh, apparently, an email has gone up from the NUS uh, committee who is in charge of um, putting in new... Uh, what do you call it? New regulations in place regarding uh, sexual harassment on campus, uh, and part of it, it involves the. I'm reading off Mothership's headline: "NUS Students Union to Implement Night Patrols on Campus in Response to Peeping Tom Incidents." So essentially, it's going to be a peeping tom patrol mm. that they're going to introduce in campus. And the funny thing about it is that it's. So what what's going to happen is. The deployment, okay, just reading off the article again. The deployment of a male and female member from NUS Student Union's Executive Committee together with a campus security guard. They will patrol the corridors and toilets of multi-purpose rooms, residential colleges and residence halls where freshmen and orientation leaders will be living during the orientation period. They'll be ensuring that students are not drinking, smoking, or having two or more students in a room prior to sleeping. Huh? <laughs> what? So we've gone from like we've gone from allowing, you know, two strikes of peeping toms. Now we're gonna be they're gonna be basically living in like a uh, uh, convent. Oh my god, wait, wait. So this is only for freshman halls during orientation or what? Um yeah, it's not clarified, but it's going to be implemented during the freshman orientation camp what starting in June. So you're oh going to have like, God. imagine a male, a guy, a girl, and a security guard going up and down corridors, knocking on your door. Are you drinking? Are you smoking? Are you having two or more students in here? Get out of here. Why <laughs> did I not see this coming, man? You know, I was so happy that steps were being taken and all, but it's so obvious that the knee-jerk reaction would have gone this extreme. Like yeah, when you started yeah. the article, I'm not, I'm not ready yet. I was like, oh, you know, something Sounds positive. Smart, yeah. This is ridiculous. <laughs> this is more than peeping. This is like, this is like, Shame. Yeah, shame. 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 <laughs> oh my god, man. Wow, this is... is this so, is how, uh, like, it's just announced today, is it? Yeah, yeah, it's just so announced today. Today so. is Wednesday, 15th May. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. So, who, who is going to volunteer for... No, but there, there are these these activist groups, like, which I think are doing good stuff. You know, they are, they are proposing measures mm. uh, that, that make sense. But this is... So, so, yeah, I mean, uh, thinking back to our university days... Whenever, you know, I think when girls were traveling between buildings on campus, yeah. they could actually call for a security guard to come and escort them uh, from the entrance of each building to yeah. the other building. Which was a, which was a really good uh, yeah, thing. I, I thought it was wasn't great, in Singapore. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, it wasn't. To, yeah. to clarify, it was yeah. in West Philadelphia. Born and raised. <laughs> also was on the uh, more dangerous parts of the city. Right? In the school wasn't in West Philadelphia. Like. It was bordering, bordering West bordering Philadelphia, West Philly, yeah. I think. Yeah. No, but remember that one case where... 
the someone some girl called one of the the security guards to do that. He walked home and then he showed her her penis. Oh yeah, penis. that's right, that's uh, right. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. I mean, but so there's but, no foolproof way. Yeah, there's no foolproof way. But again, I think by and large that policy was a good thing. Whereas this one is like, can you imagine fucking like freshman two two or more people in a room cannot? Then you're studying how? Yeah, but you study in the library. Yeah, you don't. You what? Don't. The hell? That is ridiculous. Oh my god, I can't wait to see what uh, the high sparrow. The high sparrow is so happy <laughs> right now. For this all you is, Game of Thrones fans out there. Yeah. I mean this is uh, this is like you said like knee jerk reaction. I yeah, think it's totally knee jerk. It's gone the other the other way. And I think maybe they'll start like, oh, you cannot listen to metal music on campus as well. <laughs> Speaking of which, the the infamous Miss Rachel Chan, the starter of the petition to oh, Ben Watin. Yeah. She updated her petition to, to include other bands. Uh, Oh man, I think what the, you know I found I found this one YouTube channel that streams, uh, twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. Yeah. Um, heavy like death metals, uh, produced by AI. Oh yeah, actually that that sounds totally plausible to me. Yeah, because you a can't lot really of it is noise. Saying, <laughs> but only only she can hear hear the the bad stuff that they're saying. Oh, I see, I see. Oh, uh, no, but but just going back to the this NUS thing, it's not finalized yet. This yeah. is I think these are early. So so who emailed this? Uh, this was an email that was sent around to the student community. By? And I think uh, by the... Oh, but no, no. This was announced by the NUS Students' Union. Oh, by the Students' Union? Yeah, their plans to help the this Peeping Tom Patrol, PTP. And um, yeah, apparently they are still working to finalize the details, but it sounds it sounds pretty set in place that they've really the, talked the about it. The team is called Peeping Tom Patrol. I mean, no, no. That's in the title of the... That's the URL of this article. Oh, it's not actually the... the but the, that's essentially what it is. It is but I mean, if they call Tom. it Peeping Tom Patrol, it really sounds like a TV show, man. <laughs> it just sounds like a fantastic TV show, though. <laughs> Peeping Tom Patrol. I, I, would, I would pay for Netflix for that. Oh my God. Man. Yeah, but there was something, another crazy story that came from Monica Bay's Instagram. Oh, oh so, so what did she have to say about it? I have not checked, to be honest. Um, I mean, it can't. It, other than the 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 fact that it's kind of, sounds kind of extreme, it's at least it's a reaction, yeah, right? Yeah. At, at least, least it's a reaction. moving towards something. Yeah. In some way, it maybe just makes people more pissed off at all these peeping tongs who are just causing yeah. everyone to be living under this yeah. this dystopian rule. Like, oh, oh, okay. Oh, you're not happy about peeping tom, is it? Okay, uh, no yeah. drinking for you. Yeah, no it's like Amiya. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Your platoon got one peeping tom, right? Okay, all of you can open your eyes. All close your eyes. Everybody push up position. Wow, Shella, that's like army. That's, I bet the person who came up with the policy also maybe like they all they all realized, oh, went through army, that, that worked, uh, you know? Like, let's do it in university yeah. level. You can't trust 18-year-olds to wow. make decisions about who they hang out with. Wow, Shella. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, so then, what was was the story that you had? My one was a. Uh, it was also something about human behavior, like. mm. But basically, okay, you know, like bubble tea. For some reason, the 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 fat. I mean, I won't even, It's you can't even call it a fat. The whole obsession is still continuing, like. Like I think the bubble tea first came when what, when we were teenagers, um, like fifteen years ago. Maybe? I think there were two waves of it, right? Like fifteen years yeah. ago was the first wave. Then, then they all died. died out. Then I think, uh, what was the, the big brand that everyone drinks? Gongcha, Koi. Koi, yeah. Koi came and made it cool again. Yeah. Since like, then. And since then, it's like no signs of stopping. Uh. Yeah. So there was this one Japanese consultant uh, who shared with the, the media there. So her consultancy firm deals with workplace relationships. Uh. So then she herself, uh, her name is Moeko Ono. So she claims to have been fascinated with the hype around bubble tea. She studied, she looked into it, and she came up with two 
two big reasons why people queue up or, or uh, participate in the obsession that is bubble tea. Yeah. So number one, people with little confidence in themselves buy bubble tea as they want to feel validated. Mm. So she's saying not everyone who buys bubble tea has low confidence, but for people who have low confidence, buying bubble tea might be a way to feel part of a community. La. How do you feel about that? Wow. I don't know. I I would like to know how people feel about this because I I I would never queue for something for for food more than ten minutes. But this report was was it written in Japanese? Uh yeah, she wrote, so she wrote it for a Japanese newspaper, uh, and this was translated la. There could have been like something lost, lost in translation. In translation. Eh? As in, as in, you know, the intention maybe is not to, to say so much about oh you know yeah losers and no confidence. Yeah. and, and I that. mean this one is purely anecdotal la. I don't think yeah. she has enough statistical evidence. But yeah, I would just yeah. love to see all those bubble tea lovers. What, how they would say how they would say about this because she says yeah uh, she did clarify that she's not saying a person who has no has no confidence if she buys a cup of bubble tea like you buy bubble tea you get pleasure but you lose all your confidence she's not saying that but maybe it's worth like, like what we were talking about earlier it's worth thinking about why did bubble tea die out 15 years ago and then why did it become so popular again that there, I mean it can't, it can't be that tastes have changed so much between now and then right? I mean I think I do think there's something about it being cool and it being like the next hype and trendy thing, because like a few, a few, like a few weeks ago, I was walking at Plaza Singh and I walked past Haiti Lao, mm. and there were so many people queuing there. And like Haiti Lao, they give you snacks in the queue. So I saw, mm. and it was Friday night, and you get people of old, young ages and all that. And I saw this couple, and I just had to ask because like, they look like damn far back. I was like, oh, yeah. how long have you been queuing? They said, oh, about half an hour. I said, do you know how long more there is to go? They said two hours, no. Yeah. It was 8 p.m. It was around yeah. 8 p.m. because I was watching a movie with my friends at like 8.30 or 8.45. So that means they're going to be queuing till 10 to eat fucking Haiti Lao. Yeah, yeah but okay. then, here's Admittedly, where I'm going to step in as a Chinese person to no, defend okay. it. <laughs> Even if they're queuing up for brandy also, I don't care. Like. It just doesn't make sense to me. Admittedly, I haven't tried Haiti Lao. Uh. But how amazing must the food be to queue up two and a half hours on a Friday night? No, no that's, the, that's the thing. It's not about the food alone. It's the entire experience. Yeah, I, I actually had Haiti Lao when I was in visiting China like in the early uh, 2010s or so, and uh, I was blown away. La, let's just okay, say. but that's once you enter. La, these people are sitting outside, no? So that's no, where... Yeah, but even that whole experience of waiting and playing yeah. games... So I can imagine if you're with your friends and all that. So that means this kind of extends beyond just the food. La. Mm. I wouldn't say maybe... I wouldn't say it's down to low confidence, but in a country like Singapore where at night, if you don't want to drink or you don't want to... Uh, I mean, there's how many recreational options you have, lah. Yeah. And this is kind of like wholesome fun, uh, You know, you go there, you get a good meal. So I can understand that. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't go so far as to say people with low confidence, but I do think being part of a group, being doing something together, plays a plays a part, la. So to be specific, I think you're what you're saying is that that whole waiting waiting in line for the koi, and then after ordering and then waiting for your order to be fulfilled. That is the communal aspect that everyone's I think Koi to. less so because Koi you don't queue up that long. Right? You do. If, if, if it's crowded, you do actually. But Haiti Lao felt like there were seats. So it's almost like a picnic. For mm. Koi, that one I really don't understand. Yeah. Like how amazing is Koi? Okay, in defense of Haiti Lao, Haiti Lao has the dancing noodle. Like no every, no every other place has the dancing noodle. Dude, but that's inside. Like unless, unless the dancing noodle is so amazing that you would wait up two it and a half hours. The dancing noodle is like the call of the siren. You mean the dancing noodle or the person who makes the noodle dances? Yeah, the person who, who's dancing with the noodle. So it's not a dancing noodle, la. But it's called in in broken in broken English, uh, Ch- uh, English. Oh. The dancing noodle. I was literally introduced to it by a Chinese. I mean, person. okay, I've heard Haiti Lao really the and and they cook the food for you, la, Right. Um, I 
yeah, because there's a option. whole other thing like going to a restaurant where you have to cook your own fucking yeah, food. Yeah. I cannot understand that. No, that's an option, but a lot of people still like to cook their own food there. Okay, so I I, I do yeah. want to try Hai Lao at least once, yeah. but I don't know which outlet is the. It's twenty four hours, right? Uh, Some. I don't think so. I don't, no, I don't think it's twenty four. Because there's no way I'm going to queue up for it, yeah. But anyway, that's that's one reason. The second reason is people get a sense of security from doing the same thing, doing something that so many others are doing, which in some way is related to the first one but less so about the confidence, more about being part of a community. Yeah. So by that rationale, I think what she's implying is that to your question is now why bubble tea had another wave. I think it's one of those things that it requires everyone to take it up as opposed yeah. to, you know how like some like some bakeries and all, it can stand alone as a one-off thing. Yep. By its own, it can just still do very well. Bubble tea feels like that won't happen because objectively, yep. maybe the food is not like fucking amazing or orgasmic to be have a demand on its own, it's really the community of it. Like. But that's what that's actually worth asking so is maybe the bubble tea really is much better than how it was like fifteen years ago. Mm. There, there is that possibility. Because I remember I think remember we had that rock salt cheese kind of drink. Someone introduced it to us when Reese. we were in Taiwan. Is it? Yeah 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 I think we were travelling in Taiwan and, and I think Sue That was a macchiato uh. there was a rock salt? Yeah yeah no there was a rock salt cheese drink and, and and then they showed us how to cut, use a, you know, your spoon to cut. Oh, open but that was a macchiato, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, oh. it was part of that whole wave of yeah, like, funky correct, drinks, right? Yeah. And those were definitely of higher quality than what was coming out 15 years ago. Huh? Oh, but that that now reminds me of something that I did want to talk about at some point in this podcast. Uh, about Okay, so the thing about taste, right? You know, like over the past year or two or three, there was... First of all, that blue, black dress and pink gold. You yeah. know, you see blue, yep. blue, blue. Yep. And then last year, there was a Yanni or yep. Laurel. Yep. So that's your sense of sight and sense of hearing. And if it was so divided that like almost half the population saw one or the other, right? maybe with taste, right? Maybe I'm mm. part of the population that fucking taste bubble tea is like milk like that. Whereas the other yeah. other half is like, oh my God, this is amazing. You're taste blind, basically. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'm already colorblind. Yeah. Maybe I'm taste blind also. Yeah. Maybe that's why you feel like you're not impressed with stuff like a dancing noodle and everything. No, but dancing that. noodle, you're not, you're not eating the, the, the person or licking them or something. Like. No, but it tastes better because the, the noodles have flown through the air. That one, I think, that, that you just caught up. You just, you just pray to the whole marketing of it. Like. It might taste amazing, but I don't think it tastes amazing because it flew through the air. Like. It, it, but but maybe this whole thing about the taste, maybe there's something, maybe that's why for me food is more like like fuel like that. Uh, whereas some people really like, oh my God, this is amazing. But I wouldn't say, maybe it's not your taste buds so much it's just that for I think for a lot of people eating good food and meals has a very social function to it but for you you're a heartless creature who hey, doesn't hey, care about no. doesn't care about other people's no, feelings no see the thing is I, I totally feel food as a social aspect to it but the food doesn't need to be amazing for it to be a fun gathering so like that's why like some of my friends actually not so much here but all like those, those outings where you know you go to a nice restaurant and pay shit tons of money with a group of friends to me you can have a similar experience in another restaurant that is cheaper with maybe the food is more regular and you don't have to pay that much yeah so so basically I guess yeah, some maybe some people feel much more on their taste buds than yeah. regular people do. and but I think that's true right that, that's probably yeah I won't be surprised if it is it, yeah. yeah but I also have come to realize more now that you know I'm, I've got a girlfriend who really likes food and I'm trying to understand it more. So, like, for me, I love scenery. Yeah. Like, fucking standing on top of the mountain, seeing. And I love listening to, like, music and sound. But but then, I'm kind of contradicting myself because taste yeah. is just another sense, right? Exactly. And if I can have, if I can see a mountain top view every day at every meal, I would do it. Yeah. So, why not eat food that gives me the same kind of feeling? 
But so the best thing would be good food paired with like nice scenery or with like nice music, music or something. Yeah. yeah. Then that's worth paying for. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Depends. Okay, so like certain things. I remember a few years ago, you asked me whether I would pay 500 USD to eat at the, the sushi place by the guy, the Giro, 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 Giro Dreams of Sushi. Yep. My initial answer was, no, fuck no. But then after that, I think you pointed out also that here's like a master at his craft. Uh. So mm. if you ask me now, yeah, I'll be willing to pay because he's like, he's been working at his craft and like just to understand what, what a master can do. La, yeah. Which is why I'm more willing to pay for a good concert rather than, than I don't know, like this 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 uh, material product which is not handmade or something it's just like, like but it goes inside you music at a concert just like it rings around your ears but this food goes yeah, inside so you it massages get, your insides but like the other food I don't know maybe maybe like maybe it's something I grew up with not prioritizing food maybe it's about me changing my, my mindset also yeah. but like let's say someone who buys Ray-Bans right yeah I, that, that I cannot understand lah because Ray-Bans, if you know the, the company behind it, the fucking Italian company that just has a monopoly on it, which is a topic for a whole other discussion. Yeah. But that's an example to me where the money you spend is not worth it. Whereas on, on eating the food of like this master or like paying for a ridiculous experience like bungee jumping out of a hot air balloon off uh, Turkey with, at Cappadocia, that I think is, is worthwhile. Yeah, I think that's a whole other discussion. Yeah, because I know discussion. you have very strong views. We have differing yeah. views about Starbucks, for example. And, yeah, and, and but that's uh, also because you read his book. Yeah, uh, and that's because I come from where, where Starbucks uh, has built a brand that's predicated on more than just like making money from the consumer as well. I mean, yeah. on, in theory. La. Yeah, but so, also so, you reading his book made a big difference, right? It made a big difference yeah. and I feel like there's a more human aspect towards... Yeah. So like, I will read that book and we can save that discussion for another yeah, time. Yeah, we can. Yeah. yeah. So to all you bubble tea fans out there, uh, I guess it sucks that you have low confidence and insecure. La. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I just want to laugh at everyone who drinks bubble tea for now. Okay. Um, so yeah, the the other thing that really caught my attention was another crime related story. I don't know if you see the common thread. Um, so it's actually uh, an article that I saw on Today Online. Um, headline is probation for NSF who used ex girlfriend's social media accounts to bait boyfriend of new love interest. So long story short, this guy uh, was in his first relationship with a woman, a girl, and he broke up with her. And over the course of four years, she she had left her Facebook and Instagram account passwords on his laptop. And he continued using her accounts to basically stalk her because he was, you know, so sad with, that she left. Mm. But uh, so they actually talked about how many times he accessed her Facebook account, how many times he accessed the Instagram account probably checking her DMs to see who was sending dick pics to her or whatever like that. But the twist in the story is that in November 2017, <laughs> the headlines, the, the, the sub-headline of this, drawn to another woman. In November 2017, the man became interested in another woman who was identified as Nicole. Nicole rebuffed his advances as she was already in a relationship with someone called J- Jedrick. The man... Who with the Instagram and, and Facebook, the fake Instagram and fake uh, in Facebook passwords. The man then sought to test Jadrick's fidelity towards Nicole. Using his ex girlfriend's social media accounts, he began chatting with Jadrick, eventually suggesting that they have sex. Jadrick agreed, and that was when the man ended the conversation. So basically, this guy was catfishing using his ex girlfriend's Facebook account to uh-huh. go and try and seed some idea of. Uh, to get Jedrick to cheat. Wait, who's Jedrick? Okay, so 
uh, this dude. Yeah. Let's for lack of a better name, let's call him Dude. Dude, yeah. Yeah, okay. Dude A. He I mean he, he's using his ex girlfriends yeah. Facebook and Instagram, right? Yeah. Then he falls in love with this. He he likes this other girl uh, named Nicole. Uh, okay. But she has a huge, good-looking boyfriend oh, called Jedrick. Jedrick, oh. the buff, the, the chat, uh, the buff dude. Uh-huh. And then like this dude realizes, hmm, maybe I can use my ex-girlfriend's social media account to catfish Jedrick and seduce him into wanting to agree to have sex what? with me in black and white. Then I can show that to, to this girl to Nicole he- and then to get her to break off with him so that she'll go out with me. So this guy actually went all the way and he managed to seduce Jedrick to say, yes, over I want DM. to Yeah, over DM. I want to have sex with you. But then his, his ex-girlfriend wouldn't, didn't notice that. She only, she, the, the ex-girlfriend only found out after and that's when she went to the police and all. But, but this, I was just thinking, wow, this dude must be some motherfucking charming dude, man. Just using DMs. You know, in fact, I, in fact, I think as a dude, right, it's fucking easy to seduce another dude. Really? Because you know how they think, what? That's true. That's true. Yeah, if you ask me to de- seduce a, a heterosexual guy over DM, fucking no problem, man. So have you ever been... Uh, yeah, that made me think. Have you ever been catfished like that where some dude, someone else pretended to be someone and then tried to stir up romantic interest with you? And No. Never? No. I, I, I think back in the day when we were still using phones, I had a classmate who pretended to be a girl and then called, called me and then like say, oh, you know, I saw you outside lingering outside school or something like that. Just wanted to be friends. Wait, he called he called you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's all just, you know, just being... But a, with a girly voice? Yeah, with a girly voice. And just wanting to be... Just, but was he like just, just pranking you or like... Yeah, yeah, it was pranking me. Oh. But thank, thank fucking fully, I held my ground. I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. But uh, I didn't say anything stupid, Oh, he wanted thankfully. to bait you, then he can be yeah, like, hey, he wanted guys, to date me to la, some, right. some, some phone sex shit. And then after that, he could tell everyone. Thank goodness that time there were no phone recorders either. Wow. Wow, but this guy, but it sounds a bit fishy. Eh? Like if he, was, if he was using his girlfriend's Instagram and Facebook and talking to this guy. Yeah. Unless the guy really like in two DMs want to have sex already. Eh? Yeah, so I was like, wow. Did he or, or maybe he really wanted to, he was living out some fantasy of of actually sleeping with this guy or something like that. <laughs> no, but my main thing is how come his ex-girlfriend didn't find out? Unless she's like super hot and gets shit tons of DMs. Uh, Yeah, maybe. But I mean, I think girls get a lot more random DMs from Really? Until like that? Uh, probably. And uh, maybe at that point in time, the filtering, she just thought, oh, it's just some random oh, dude. Yeah, but this guy is like... Smart, right? Oh, he's like a villain in a he's TV like, show. He's <laughs> like... <laughs> Almost Game of Thrones level of, of like uh, plotting and use so much- and that's like the best revenge. Uh. You got your ex girlfriend's Instagram account, uh, and then you're using it to like seduce some dude. So get, you got him to agree to cheat. So and not then only are you f- evidence. are you like screwing up your ex girlfriend, you're screwing up this guy. Wallah relationship, way. the guy's relationship with a girl that you like to pave the way for yourself to go in for the attack. Oh, this guy is next level, man. Yeah, and then that means he would have, at one point, he had the black and white evidence in front of him that he could bring to Nicole and say, hey, look, your boyfriend's cheating on you. But but then he has also to, he can't just go and say it because then how is he going to get proof that he has these DMs and... He probably I, slagging off his, his ex-girlfriend and saying that she's become a, you know, she's she's become a but player. But then to have her, the DMs there, it means he invaded her private. Unless he yeah. set up like, oh, you know, let's meet and then he tells his ex-girlfriend to meet and then... He catches yeah. him, her, and Jedrick at some. Yeah, or yeah, they say, yeah. let's have sex in the dark and all. Then, like. 
Yeah, make sure you arrive with like uh, pineapple flavored condoms, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's right. And then the girlfriend turns out there and is like, hey, how come there are pineapple oh, condoms? No, yeah. And then he swoops in for the kill. Uh. Exactly. And then he becomes Ooh. a shoulder to cry. Wow, this guy really had it all planned out. Oh, well, no, yeah, that feels like a, like a, like a, yeah, a short film, yeah. Yeah, and uh, so, I mean, eventually he got caught and now he's been sentenced to probation. But it's sentenced by who? By the courts. Uh. Because the offense is? Uh, harassment. Obviously, because uh, using her, his, I mean, privacy, I mean, I mean, obviously, privacy issues, right? So that means she has to file a lawsuit? Yeah, like? yeah, she called the police and everything. Oh, and okay. So, so he, he basically... But that means it's more like, like identity theft. La. Yeah. Because he didn't break so. in, what, right? Yeah, he didn't break in. I mean, actually, technically, he didn't, did, was there any real harm committed, if you think about it? I mean, I think God lah. God lah, God lah, God, God, God. <laughs> But but okay, to to no, Jed- like and Nicole, I mean Jedrick just got catfished, but he didn't actually do anything either, right? Yeah. Shout out to Jedrick, like poor fella. I wonder <laughs> what he's going through. <laughs> How would oh, that be? Nah, like you yeah. agree to cheat on your oh, girlfriend, but it turns out you've been totally catfished by some dude who's interested in your girlfriend. Wow, <laughs> oh, this guy. So then now, how how old are they? As far as I know, he's in his uh, 22-year-old full-time national serviceman. Yeah. And the yeah. victim, his ex-girlfriend is 22 as Cause well. Because I'm thinking, what's the offense? It's it's probably identity theft. La, because he didn't he didn't break in. La. I mean... Oh, yeah. They're, they're uh, illegally accessing program or data held in a computer. and uh, But illegally as- accessing, that means what? Someone means- else's account. Uh, it belongs to someone else. And uh, causing harassment to the victim as well. So so he's on he he didn't go to jail he's on probation, he must remain indoors from ten p.m. to six a.m. and perform hundred eighty hours of community service. I think he, that's like sounds like an U.S. hall uh, after yeah, this keeping Tom Patrol. But I think someone like that should be, he should be you know advising you know being a count uh what do you call it consultant or something for, for hacking or for like hacking or, or <laughs> no, identity the, theft. Right? There's the social hacking right? You know social hacking. Oh yeah yeah. It's yeah, a yeah. branch of hacking that doesn't require codes or anything uh. Yeah, this guy. Oh, love it. This guy is like Mr. Robot. Yeah? I want to say he's a player, but then he seduced other guys, which is kind of different. Uh. But this, yeah, this, I thought this was like, wow, young young, young Singaporeans are very creative these days. Uh. Seducing <laughs> another guy. Uh. Yeah, I think like if it's if it's another dude, I think seducing like a dude seducing another dude would probably be quite easy. Uh. If you can get over like the fact that you're talking to a dude, if, you're, if you don't swing that way. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Don't know, man. But this guy, wow, not bad, really. Uh, I really, I'm, I'm drawn to stories like that because, like, the internet also gives us so many creative ways to, to, like, like, okay, you're interested in a girl, she rejects you, what do you do? Oh shit, nah. I, I like, I mean, you asked us yes, twenty years yeah. ago. I don't think I've thought of like, <laughs> let me pretend to be a girl and get your boyfriend to cheat on you so that. After <laughs> the most I would do is change the train I take to get on the same train yeah, as a yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah. They're very stalky, very scary, but definitely oh, not as creative wow, as this yeah. guy lah. Also, you done the whole train stalking yeah, thing as I well. Gotta... <laughs> I was just thinking of it that day. Yeah, that's like it's damn stupid. Like I'll just stalk then like. Well, get being on the same train also like steam, but I never do anything lah. Yeah, exactly. It's just you just stand and you, 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 you glance know, here, I'm glance here. The <laughs> then like I just hope she looks my way. <laughs> then when she actually talk, then like just freeze. Yeah, mm, terrible yeah. La, terrible. Those were the days, huh? The, it, the it made me the man I am today. <laughs> all those experiences and failed fantasies all all made me the man today. Yeah. 
will never yeah, be like, as creative as this guy. They, I mean, it kind of like reminds me of the case last year where some girl was five-timed by a guy. Or oh, something. yeah, yeah, yeah. See, now it's social media. Yeah. Anything is possible. Anything man. is possible. You can be anyone you want to be. Then it also reminds me of this other time, I think, when they were, Tinder had a glitch and guys started matching with guys. Oh. And then there was a very sweet case of these guys, these two people who got along very well. And then and during the conversation, they kind of re- like unintentionally revealed that it's a guy. Then, then, then I think Warren was like, wait, are you a guy? Then they're like, yeah. Are you a guy? They're like, yeah. <laughs> then they like, I think they still, they still met up to hang out because they became good friends. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah that is so much better than like, trying to connect through Facebook. Well, oh, that's true, man. So, so going on a on a totally different tangent aside, outside of this whole scandalous relationship kind of thing, it's something more about about mankind, Because uh. like the past week, uh, a diver did the deepest ever submarine dive in mm. in the world, uh, and he reached the base of the Mariana Wait, Trench. Submarine meaning he he was in a he was in a he was in a tank, uh, Oh, okay, okay. Like a nine centimeter thick titanium sphere. Okay. So he went down to. 11 plus kilometers and it was uh, descended 10,927 meters into the Pacific Ocean's Mariana Trench which is 16 meters uh, deeper than the last attempt I think was it I thought James Cameron yeah he held a record for a while oh he had a record yeah and then I think no I think he was the first person to go down oh yeah okay. weird right like James Cameron he went down then another guy broke it and then this guy went down the to, to 10,927 oh, meters see, uh. and then the interesting thing is I mean of course there's actually quite a lot of life down there, uh, more than you would expect. You got fishes, you got sea cucumbers, you got crustaceans, you got prawns, and apparently in a photo they also saw what they think is a plastic bag. Oh, fantastic! Fucking plastic bag. Humans. Humans, man. Yeah. Humans. So this made me just think about like, you know how? So if I would ask you if you had to prioritize deep sea exploration or space exploration, which would you choose? Uh, prioritize meaning if I was. If yeah. you were the, like the most powerful man in the world, or like if you had the the power, if like let's say Singapore wanted to build a facility that goes deep sea or extra like outer space, hmm. I think outer space space would be a priority. Yeah. Why? Yeah? Uh, because ideally humans don't continue exploring and and destroying more and more of the the earth as it is already, and uh, I I think I think we've heard all those. Warning, uh, those warnings about how the Earth is going down this irreversible path of, of ruin because of climate change and everything. Really, I feel that if we go into deep sea exploration and set up cities or colonies in the deep seas, I think that's when we're really fucked. That like everything is gonna, like we're gonna start drilling everything and destroying corals and all. So as as someone who scuba dives, I feel quite strongly we should try and uh, keep it more for just. Uh, I mean, keep the deep sea as it is, lah. If possible. But what about all the stuff that we don't know? Down don't there? know. I mean, we'll continue exploring it, but but not in the sense of like colonizing it, as opposed to as opposed to space. Now, I think space, the idea of colonizing the moon and Mars is very much on everyone's lips, mm. which I don't see. Uh, I mean, it's 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 to me, yeah. That's that's uh, it's okay. Like, it harms fewer people in that sense. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, for me also, yeah, it's clearly space exploration. Uh, but I'm also trying to think, like, there's so much we don't know in the ocean. Uh, why not explore it? Yeah. But it's also not as cool. Uh. It's not as cool, for sure. And Then, like, even the stuff down there, because after that, I Google, like, 
you know, like if you have a fish at 10,900 meters, it's under like, I don't know, 5,000 atmospheric pressure. Yeah. If you bring it up to the surface, will it just explode? Probably. Yeah. No, actually, it, it, I mean, what I saw by and large kind of implies that it won't explode because there's not much air inside their bodies. Mm. It's only when you have air, then you expand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a lot of water, but apparently like, like they, they'll die like eventually, mm. like quite soon. But I think it's because the the cells and all are meant to be compressed to to keep their shape so if they come up they kind of just like essentially slowly. it's like it's like humans going to space that's how a deep sea fish coming to but we have a lot of air like that's why our lungs explode uh, and that's why our no but that's if you hold the air right but but I mean even residual your like your lung there's no way you can empty out all the air right? and you have air in your blood as well yeah, yeah. because that's how we breathe right? whereas yeah. fish they get your oxygen oxygen through water yeah, right? correct correct. Uh, yeah. so I think once you have lungs and all then you're fucked right? yeah I've, I've made that mistake before of like holding my breath while ascending uh, while scuba diving dude you know my mistake also right what I was at 18 meters the, the dive instructor said go up which essentially for the non-divers out there means you go to 5 meters and you stay there for a few mm. I inflated the, my vest and I went all the way Shot to the surface yeah, yeah, yeah. so my, my nose wow. started bleeding and after that I can't dive anymore because like, my right ear ear is, is screwed like, I can't oh, equalize shit. yeah which is damn sad like. but it's lucky you didn't die from that because like, it's actually it's possible to like get really fatal get the bends uh. yeah the bends but the bends is, you have to go a lot lower and that's nitrogen nitrogen actually, poisoning right? actually the, 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 the surprising thing is that research on yeah research on all that is actually isn't as advanced as we think it should be mm. like they can't tell you exactly what height you go to that you start having problems or or it, it varies between individuals as well based mm. on your your own physiology so uh some for some people it could cause the bends some people it, it's it's all right yeah oh mm. hmm. but it is a very scary thing but yeah, yeah and then do you see this recent video of this uh i think it was a swan in holland or something making its own nest on the jetty made out of human trash. So it no. literally picked trash that was just located around the jetty and made a whole nest for itself. And and I think everyone in the comments are like, oh, human beings, we've ruined the earth. And But actually, I was just thinking, no, that 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 to me shows the, you know, how, how adaptive these animals are. Like, they take something that we humans discard as trash and they use it to build. But that's home. if they know that it's... Oh, not yeah. organic. Yeah, they they probably don't. Yeah. Yeah, they don't. So that's where it's dangerous. It's la. dangerous, like yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like probably. you give a you give a baby a bunch of uh, wheat uh, to play with and say, oh, you know, roll around in the grass. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's possible. The, yeah. the child will probably be like super chill. La. Yeah. But is that the best thing? True. So yeah. yeah, sad, sad, sad. Shit, I wanted to talk about something, but I forgot. Anyway, mm. anything else? No, I think this is the point where we talk about. Uh, we want to introduce this segment where we talk about one shock thing in the past week that we've encountered. It could be anything, an app or a song or music or movie or something that just we feel like we want to share with uh, with our listeners as well. Yeah, and if it's online or anything, you can, I mean, just go search it. Uh, we will add the links wherever we publicize this podcast. Yeah. So, Terrence, since you brought it up, you want to go first? Sure. Uh, I think the one shock thing this week I saw was a new music video by Singaporean artist Jasmine Soko. Mm. I don't know how far I'm behind the curve in terms of talking about her. Because I think, who, I think it was our intern before who told us about Gentle Bones. Mm. And he was already like, you know, everyone already knew about him. And, and then, then when we went to the concert, we were the oldest people. Yeah, we were the, the oldest people there. 
But uh, yeah, apparently this Jasmine Soko is this artist who's been doing uh, electronic music and has been making waves in Singapore, China. And now she's like, she just released a music video for her latest song, which is... Actually, the song, what you said is not that recent, right? It's been yeah, out. The song, song's been out for a while. But the video is... Video. But the video is pretty badass. And, and like, if someone told me that this was a Singapore... It didn't, if someone... If I didn't know it was a Singaporean artist, I would have thought, oh, this, this, this is like cool, this like international star and everything. So uh, I think the, the quality of the video is also something quite breathtaking. Uh. Yeah. When I watched it. I mean, the video was super cool, but to me, is that at least the sound, her voice is unique. Mm. I think so often you see it in like, even just videos, singers, and there's, there's this very generic kind of sound. Uh, and, and I think she has something that, wow, you hear on it, you're like, oh shit, this is cool. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and she goes to a local university and all that. She's not like she she went to Berkeley. And she's got like the air of mystery around her because she covers part of her face with like some prop or something, right? Yeah, yeah. She has this thing where she doesn't want the, her face to get in the way of her music. But uh, maybe I should do that for my eyes. But why? Those are your best assets. Huh? I, think, yeah. <laughs> I think that sells you more than anything else. Huh? sells me. Uh. I think it makes me recognizable. Uh. Yeah. But people still fucking mistake me for other brown men. Only Kishan, right? Only Kishan. Uh. Have they mistaken you for anyone else? You don't Just, get mistaken as Gurmit Singh, obviously, right? No lah. But like, I've de- at least more than a few times I've been at some place and the person says, oh, you know, it's good to see you after so long and I've never been to that place before. Oh. Okay lah, at least, at least... I mean, I don't think that's restricted only to Indian men lah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure like, like, even just the other day, someone said, oh, there's someone... Some other uh, Chinese guy in your videos. They were like, "No, that's oh, yeah. that's yeah, Terrence." Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. <laughs> so, so I would I don't want to play the the race card and say it only happens to Indians. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like it happens to anyone of a certain color. La. Yeah, but yeah, I, I don't think you should cover your eyes. La. Yeah, that I was would, just kidding. I know my eyes are my best asset. Yeah, that would really because you're sexy really AF. Uh, subjective, but okay. <laughs> and what's one cool thing? Oh, one one, one sorry. shook thing. One shook one thing. One shook thing. Singapore yeah, yeah. pride, man. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to think that. Uh, because there's another podcast that says one cool thing and I don't want to steal from that. Yeah. So the one shock thing for me is, I mean, I think lately more and more, I'm being very, uh, I'm I'm spending a lot more time curating my social media feeds because there are certain things about social media I really don't like. And, and if it wasn't for this being my career, I think I would spend less time on it. So let's say Instagram. I've, I've kind of, like, I've, I've stopped following individuals who are just all about their selfies and all that and the people I follow more are like like really cool artists or cool cool performance artists and I came across this one account called Steph Dice Steph Dice S-T-E-F-D-I-E-S and uh-huh. all it is is this one person who I assume is Steph uh, posing in places where people normally take selfies oh, which are meant to be like you know like oh I'm living the best life and she just acts it's like, like planking la, right? but she she, she, she lies just, face down like she just got murdered yeah, like. yeah, yeah. so it's awesome because She's just by the side of the road, like in front in the plaza of some European country. And yeah. every post is just like, yeah, Steph dies by the side of the road. But question, what, what if she goes to, say, the Holocaust Memorial in Berlin and mm. she does that? Why you want to ruin my one no, shot? <laughs> I don't think I give her the benefit of the to not be that dumb. La. No, because you know, there is that, there are people who go to like Holocaust yeah, yeah. museums and then yeah, they like, take idiots. selfies and then, then people criticize them, which I feel, it's little bit harsh to criticize them because at the end of the day they're also tourists and all that so no, but certain things maybe not the best thing to take like a happy selfie at la. and like all, the Auschwitz camp or something yeah, yeah, Auschwitz, yeah, yeah. so until she does that yeah so what, what I'm asking you if theoretically what if she does that then like, I would think it's, it's, would you think it's she funny? shouldn't have done it la. oh 
Okay. But her Instagram, I mean, it has to be of her dying, right? No, actually, wait. Would I be? Yeah, actually, so that's why I, I want to ask, like, is that, would would that be? Actually, wait, I take that back. I think I'll be okay with it. I know a lot of people won't. Yeah. But right now, there are so many things that people are not okay with. Uh. Yeah. But ultimately, she's not, I mean, is she of, of like, of, like disrespecting that place? If anything, someone acting dead at Auschwitz is more... Uh, yeah, but but because maybe because she's doing it for comedic purposes, that's yeah. where it gets tricky. Because the but, intent is. I comedy, mean, right, right now the people are digging up tweets from like five years ago, which were maybe done for comedic purposes and still true. vilifying the poster. Right? True, true. No, no. As in, that's what I'm saying. Is yeah. that her intent is? Yeah, but to na- mock I mean, something. But my, my my point is comedy. now it's so easy to take things out of context, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and that's what a lot of people do, lah. No, yeah. So so no. Let's say if she. Let's say okay. Let's say she was doing it as an art collective. The art project was to, you know, go to sites where a lot of people have died before and pose there as if she's dying. I think people will be okay with that. But yeah. because she's doing it on an Instagram account that Steph dies and she goes to very happy, fun places and she does that completely, um, in a so-called inappropriate thing of dying. Mm. That's where it's it's obviously for comedic intent, and that's where people might take offense at. You know, you go to a very serious place at like Auschwitz and then you post like that. Hmm. So so I'm saying that it's because it's for comedy, that's why there might be people might have more issues with it. Whereas like, you know, like 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 what I think what you're thinking is like, hey, I mean this place, yeah, a lot of people died. So you're saying that but are you saying that you would have an issue with it or you're saying that no, no, there no. would be a backlash? I wouldn't have an issue with it, but I definitely lean more towards the you know, people should I mean, if people do stupid things as long as it doesn't hurt anybody. Then what about know. what about those people who go to like those temples and all and bury their ass and take those selfies? Do you know like that one guy did it on Kinabalu and then he yeah. was blamed for the earthquake? Well, which I, mean, I think was ridiculous. But what do you think about those kind of photos? Uh I mean I wouldn't I don't enjoy people burying their asses at me in public. Uh huh. So but in private can I? In I mean in private for, for different reasons lah. <laughs> but I'm talking about just public exposure. So, yeah, if someone does that and it offends someone there, you know, uh, I think that's, it's kind of, uh, is, uh, yeah, I, I don't, I, I wouldn't like it, right, if I was the person there. Mm. So, 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 but maybe, I, I would say that burying an ass by most parts, it's still a faux pas. Like yeah. socially, whereas lying on the faux ground... Pa, faux pas, faux pas. Faux pas, faux pas, Isn't it a faux pas? It's a faux pas. Like niche and niche. We were just having this debate here. Yeah, but it's faux pas, 100%. It's a French. Ah, so French, you think you yeah. study French, you big fuck. Uh. No, I just don't want you faux to pas. sound like a dog. You know, dog owners, they love dog puns. So faux pas, P-A-W. Faux pas. Okay, now you cut okay, my train of thought. What was I saying? No, whereas her lying down is something that people do. La. Yeah. So like, let's say there's a clown who's famous for juggling uh, balls, uh, like three yeah. balls. So he does all this thing. He juggles like plates. He juggles. Then he goes to like a hospital and juggles like three, uh, like like the the breasts of three women who have had their mammogram. Oh, juggles? What do you mean? Like, How does he juggle? No, just, just those three that have already been sliced off. Oh, no, no, okay, not mammogram. Okay. Is it mammogram? Uh, I mean, you're talking about people who go to. Get the scan scans for no like cancer. let's say if there's cancer and they have to slice off their oh, one of their, see, see. their uh their 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 breast like and he juggles those. That's a little bit insensitive to the people there. That's for sure. 
Because no, insensitive to the people who's yeah who are the owners who who are there lah who are, I suppose right yeah so yeah so basically uh why did I bring this up uh? I think I'm trying to say that context the context of where you it do matters something la. matters right yeah. yeah. Like yeah. bearing your ass if it's like a concert or something like yeah. fine whatever. So so I guess going back to the thing yeah so that clown thing that would be that would be good because those things own uh like were previously part of someone else la. Yeah. But if this one if she goes to like a war memorial or something and does that even then I think yeah it's still not the most respectful thing. Yeah. To do to act like you're dying at a place that commemorates or or kind of pays homage to. People who people didn't who have a choice, died, la. Didn't yeah. have a choice, right? Yeah. So, so I guess yeah, those kind of things have to be very careful, yeah. Yeah. But the account is still very short for now, <laughs> until she goes to Auschwitz. <laughs> until she goes to Auschwitz, yeah. And yeah. So forget <laughs> everything Terence tried to do to ruin my one short thing. But yeah, check, shook, it, check yeah, it out. Shook, check it out shook. on Instagram. Steph Dice. S T E F D I E S. Cool. So, cool. I think that's where we can wrap it up. Yeah. So I mean, this is still we're still we're still figuring out the. The groove of this podcast. This is only our fourth episode. We're gonna keep doing this every week. So if you listen to it, you enjoy it. Uh, please just share any feedback you have via Instagram, Facebook, uh, a comment, a DM, and if you could rate this on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast, that would be great. And our handle is at Ministry of Funny, like M I N I S T R Y O F F U N N Y. Yeah. If they don't know how to spell ministry. I don't think they should be listening to this podcast. Uh. No, no, no. <laughs> I think you can still. Like listen. what? M-E-E-N-I-S-T-R-Y. Uh. Yeah, I mean, it's just a standard spelling of ministry. Yeah, I just, ministry. I just want to make sure everyone I'm just trying to shit on something that. Terrence says just like how you shat on my one shook thing. Uh. Oh, yeah. I didn't want to comment that full pause, but okay. <laughs> All right. Talk All to right. you all next week. Take care.